Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Oh What A Night, your weekly dose of the good, the bad, the ugly and the beautiful over the course of the last seven days in all things Spurs. Which is to say, essentially, it's the ramblings of four Tottenham lifers who've been on life support after two points from eight games and had near heart attacks watching the Amsterdam drama unfold too. So, let me introduce today's starting 11 minus seven at the back. <laughs> Hunter Godson. Hello, sir. How are Hello, you? Hello, mate. How are you? Yes, happy man after the weekend. Yes, very happy. I have to say, I, I have a real, I mean, I think everyone does, but a late goal really, I mean, it tickles me. Uh, tickles me well, it does. Delicious, yeah, that, yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> uh, our Ram Deuter, Jude Summerfield. Hello. How are you, sir? All I'm good all in the right. head? Yeah, a few uh, more grey hairs have grown in the beard after the weekend, but yeah. Particularly in the second half, I imagine. Yeah. And our fox in the box, Sean Walsh, who's got some hot takes on Harry Kane <laughs> waiting to come out today. Um, I'm Ben Haynes, I'll be <laughs> occupying the role of player-manager. And each week we start with a famous, oh, what a night. So this week, I'm taking you back to 15th of February 2011. Does anyone know what game I'm talking about? AC Milan. Well nice. played, straight off the bat, Sean. Yeah. So I'll give you first dibs on this. Can you tell me the starting team from that day? Ooh, I think I've tried to do this before. Um, we can go around the room. We can take okay. it in terms. Go on. Gomez. Correct. Choluka. Correct. Oh, I want to say Woodgate played. No, I want to say I want to say Gallas. Okay, you take over. Gallas onwards. Yeah, Dawson. Correct. Uh, Asukoto. Yes. Uh, okay, now we're into the midfield. This is there. This is where. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Modric. No, gone by then. Right, so I'm going to go starting team. Okay, so Modric did not start. We've got a Sandro in there. We have good Jude. <laughs> <laughs> Jude comes in with Sandro, takes over. So um, Sandro's in there. Got a Palacios. Correct. Yeah, Whoa, boy. We're defensive. I know. <laughs> like we really did, do we? Um, a Lennon. Lennon's got Correct, there, right? yes. Onwards. Three to go. Come on, mate. No, this is really going to stump me now because I know the last three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did we have a VDV in there? We Van did Vaart? have yes. Van der Vaart in there. Two to go. Bale. Incorrect. Sean, nah. this is your chance to steal it at I the buzzer. It was Stephen Pienaar. It was Stephen yeah. Pienaar. And then Crouchy up top. Okay, it was. And then we also had Woodgate, Crankjar and Modric on the bench. Now, who oh, wants Modric. to uh, who wants to take first dibs on this one? What, what was everyone's favourite bit about this game? I mean, we were, we were small fry at the time. Like, in comparison, <laughs> this was like... This was like Goliath getting taken down, right? It was a, a game where we were back to the wall. But that's how we completely, like I said, we had Sandro Palacios. That's the, you know, you can't go much more defensive midfield. We dropped Modric, <laughs> our best player, by a country mile. And, and uh, yeah, I, I don't really remember much of the game except for I remember Ibrahimovic trying to score an overhead kick, I think, in the 90th minute or something. Mm. And obviously the goal, like the, the goal was what we were doing to teams at the time, which was just sort of suck, suck a punch. Aaron Lennon running all the way up the pitch, 
ducking past. I can't remember who goes to ground, but it's a terrible, <laughs> it's a, a terrible, searing pace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> much better than uh, Lucas Moura. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and just pulls it back for Crouchy. It was is a likable team, a real like a team that Spurs fans really had fallen in love with. And uh, yeah, I just remember. I remember the, the the real thing I remember is the Italian guy on Sky Sports Italia losing his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was a great video. Does anyone else remember uh, there was a particular moment in that game which kind of cemented one of the Tottenham coaching staff? It's Joe yeah. Jordan. It yeah. is. Go on, Jude. And General Gattuso losing his rag a bit towards the end of the game. It was proper odd, wasn't it? Because we had, <laughs> it was really odd because we we obviously went there with Palacios and Sandro in midfield, and we were seeing Milan legends like General Gattuso, and then in defence they had like Nesta and players like that yeah, who were just established at the top top level, and just by like 90, 95th minute we're just one 0 up <laughs> <laughs> against these absolute certified ballers. <laughs> so you got Abiati, Nesta, Thiago Silva, Eeps. Or yips, mm. I can't remember. Yeah. 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 The yips. Um, Catuso, who came off for Pato, Abate, Anton, uh, Antonini, Ibrahimovic, Rubinia. Yeah, it's uh, just a bit. I mean, <laughs> just a bit better than our squad. Yeah, I remember we did, we held our own though. And mm. the Joe Jordan Catuso thing was just like the, the spilling over of everything that they. I mean, they thought they were going to win it again that year. <laughs> there was. A, does anyone remember what the the quote was from Harry Redknapp? at the time. Something no. like you don't want to get in a scrap with Joe Jordan. Yeah, like exactly that. that. He said Joe he could, dirty he could yeah. have picked yeah. anyone <laughs> and he picked the wrong guy. Not yeah. those two in a room. I know which one I'm backing. Yeah. <laughs> he did have though, didn't he? He went into yeah. his face. Gave, gave a little There's another great quote. Joe was ready. He'd taken his glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Okay, right, on to this weekend. So we've got, um, we've had a, a brilliant performance or not so brilliant performance, whatever you want to look at it. Okay, Aston Villa. I've got four cards face down on the table and on these cards is written the good, the bad, the ugly and the beautiful and I think we'll go one by one and pick one and break down the Villa game and then we'll take a little look ahead to uh, Leipzig in the week and how we're feeling about that one. So who wants to go first? Let's go... Go on, hey Jude. I know they can't see, right. but Jude is We're the going natural, uh, natural first choice. We're going in okay. clock order. We've got the bad. Okay, so what was but I mean you, I feel like you might be a little bit sport for choice here. We do have plenty, don't we? <laughs> um, I'm gonna. We talked about Sergio Rea last week, so I'm gonna go with someone else. I'm gonna say Eric Dyer, oh. sort of being found out against Aston Villa. Go yeah. on, Jude, break it down. Man, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's his, his legs have seemingly gone. He's uh, not particularly comfortable turning out of midfield anymore. Um, those passes where he was just sort of hoofing them up towards the forwards towards the end, it was it was quite bad to watch. Mm. Hence why it's the bad, I guess. And mm. do you think that there's any sort of redemption arc here? I'm not. If 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 he's going to play, I'd much rather him move back into. At centre back, right. if he's gonna play, yeah. but I don't. He's not. He's not quick enough on the ball to be able to shift from defence into attack anymore. Unfortunately, I think, I think you're right. And if if you have Jan Vertonghen sort of coming to his natural conclusion, then sticking back in central central defence. I think it's. I I think he looks like a man who doesn't want to be in the central midfield anymore. And he did say, what was it about? A, he said a, few, before a couple of months ago, he said he wants to be a defender. Not not saying I can't play central midfield anymore, but sort of saying I was always. Uh, Brought up on being a defender, I know how to be a defender. 
I've said it before, in a midfield with Moussa Dembele, I think he could get away with playing nearly anyone. And at, at, when he was at his best, he was at, he was next to arguably Dembele in his prime, who did his a lot of his running, a lot of the passing out on midfield, a lot of picking the ball up and running it between the lines. I just started. In I told you that yesterday actually, Tottenham aren't good enough to carry Dyer at the moment, and that's what that's what we're doing. Mm. Do, were you surprised with how the bench looked, given that Lascelles has been brilliant and Dembele's coming back to fitness and has just had ten days off? Um, you had a, a number of different options on the bench, or were you quite happy to see Dyer starting, given that we've got a big game in midweek? Um, I'm not usually too happy to see Dyer starting anyway, but <laughs> um, but I did understand that we that we were trying to prioritise the Leipzig game, and I know he said in the press conference afterwards that he doesn't that really doesn't see um, it's about for a top five or top four, whatever. Like Spurs just got to keep winning, but I do think it played into his mind that we're not under this immense pressure to win every game by being absolutely brilliant. That's um, kind of changed the complexion a little bit, doesn't it? It, it, with definitely, the it definitely has. It, I was thinking about it when the news broke on Friday night about how there's this cushion now to you can be a little bit bad, even though <laughs> a, lot, a, lot of the, a lot of the teams in the fight for the Champions League place have been pretty bad this year anyway, but you can be bad just a little bit more and yeah. you might get away with it. You might still be rewarded for mm. it. And I think for a club like us right now who are in transition and are still really trying to figure out what we're trying to do, I think that's a really good position to be in for us. Sean Walsh, pick your card. Let's see what you've got. Ah, go. oh, I've got the yeah. ugly. Yeah, the ugly. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, in that, that case, let's let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. positive this week. <laughs> can, can I make a suggestion for you on the ugly? Yeah, go on. Your tweet. <laughs> oh, <God>. Open <laughs> up the can of words. <laughs> Open it up. Okay, so I wrote an article today, and the crux of it was um, Son Heung-min is now Tottenham's best player, and not Harry Kane and people were kind of losing their minds about it and why do you reckon that is like as in just when you look at Tottenham fans why do you think that is such a divisive thing because I think Kane has given us some of the best memories of the past five six years like and I'm not having a lot of Tottenham fans for that I've, like I've enjoyed those moments as much as anyone and at his peak he was the best striker in the world and I don't think it was even disputable he scored more goals than Messi and Ronaldo in a calendar year like, that was how good he was at his peak. But I just think for the last two years, he's had lots of injury problems, lots of fitness problems, and that's not necessarily his fault, but Son has been here when he's been injured. He's been playing, some would say out of position up front, but I think when you've got a player with his abilities, you can just play him up front and kind of get away with it, as we saw yesterday. Um, and he's dragged us out of a lot of holes when Kane's been gone. That doesn't mean you don't love Harry Kane. I, lo I, I love Harry Kane. I'm, I'm really should state for yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think he's a top three, top five striker in the world. I just think Son's got to another level mm. where he can kind of um, put the team on his back, and it's not pretty sometimes. Like yesterday, his general kind of play wasn't as good. It was really weird kind of decision making, but he's still got two goals and he's got six in his last five. Let me just pick you up on that. When you say weird decision making, what what particularly comes to mind? Um, I'm just thinking of a couple of times he's running at the defence. I think Lucas does the same thing, um, where they're running at the defence and they kind of get caught in two minds what to do and kind of dribble to the side and out away from the action where they could have come inside and taken a shot maybe. Yeah, and they're both head down runners with the yeah. ball, so yeah. the, neither of them can lift their head for that split second and, f and make that killer pass that we yeah. are crying. And two match of the day did it quite well yesterday actually. They picked apart the timings where they could have played the ball. You could have, but there's it. Mm. That and you've missed it. Deli Ali. 
dawdling on the ball. Lamella does it. You know, I think we have a team acute who could say, which is why Lacelso is a bit of a fresh air. I think because mm. he's just he's just there to knock the ball around. But yeah, I think on Son, on your, on your point about Son, I I don't think that Son's a better player than Harry Kane. But I think you could could have reworded the title of the article to say Son is now more important to Spurs than Harry Kane. Go but first on the why he's not a better player than Harry Kane. I just think if we're, if we're talking about footballers, I think Harry Kane's a more rounded footballer than, than Son is. I think what he brings to a team is, is, I mean, there's only three players in the world for me that can do what Harry Kane does, whereas I think there's probably about ten that can do what Son does. You know, it comes down to opinions, though. And my opinion is Harry Kane being able to drop off and play balls like he does, win free kicks. I think his game's so rounded, as well as the finishing and the you know the killer instinct that he has. I just think he's he's brilliant. But I do agree. I like. I think the outrage that has been on Sean's timeline is absolutely <laughs> mad <laughs> because people aren't willing to have a, like, a reasonable debate when there is a debate to be had. Definitely, but so, for me not. No. So, is is the reason why we can't have a debate? Because Harry Kane is technically Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there is that whole one of our own thing that he's obviously going to get his reps going to be inflated a bit more by us. Um, I mean, Son is his, has been the clutch performer for Spurs over the last year or so. You're looking at the uh, at the Champions League run against Dortmund and against City. He was the uh, he was the player who really got us out of some holes mm. there and. Um, yeah, PSV, PSV is a great example yeah. of a man just sort of dragging a team yeah. over the line going, you will go to the next round. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. There, there was a, throughout last year, there were a number of different people that stepped up at different moments, but it is definitely fair to say, Jude, that Son played a big part in a, in a very, very difficult, uh, difficult time yeah. of the season. I think all the players sort of had their mares individually. Um, <laughs> so like Son had his thing at Bournemouth where he just like got up and shoved the player over and it's like, mate, we don't need that right now. <laughs> um, but he, he, um, Rudiger this season as well. Just like, yeah. he, you know, he has got those moments. He's got, he's got a little petulant streak mm-hmm. in him, but um, I think when we needed him to step up, I think people do forget about that a little bit if they're going to compare him to Kane. Um, I mean, they're totally different players, so I, I, I really couldn't make a decision. I was saying before I wasn't going to pick a side, so I'm, <laughs> I can't. I'm not doing this dance. Yeah, I'm really not doing it. I'm not going to dance. So, Sean, you're out your room, lad. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I, do, I, do, I do think there's maybe there's, there is a discussion there around the, particularly the idea of Kane not being a player that he was and we're finding it really, really hard as Tottenham fans to come to terms with that idea Mm. that there is a guy there who at one point could do absolutely everything and now, for as long as he's at Tottenham, he's going to have to accept his limitations and he's going to have to accept that he's not going to be a guy that burns past people anymore. Not that he particularly ever was super quick, but he certainly could beat a man. Yeah, Yeah, he could get a yard and get a shot away, which I think maybe will happen a little bit less now. Hunter, your turn. I just want to... One more thing. Go on, sorry. I know know it's Sean's thing, but we just have to talk about Aurier again, right? (laughs) (laughs) Do we? I know we're just for two seconds yeah the guys are liability this is becoming a section <laughs> no but Jack Grealish <laughs> Hunter's Oreo yeah. rant of the week <laughs> Jack, Jack Grealish is a fantastic player 
So if you're Sergio Aurea and you've got anything about you, just know you have Kick to be in. slightly, more, slightly <laughs> more intelligent about what you're doing. He literally just ran away from him yeah. about 15 times. I just He's not good enough to play right back for Spurs. He did nothing going forward and he was defensively found out eight, nine times. Does anyone want to make a counter-argument to uh, that? There were people on Twitter genuinely arguing, like, I don't see what your problem is with Aurea. I was like, you're watching a different football game to me then. And that, that, I no think problem. maybe the game that you're watching though is one <laughs> is one where defenders are expected to defend. defend. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a mad it's a mad idea, and you know I'm a I'm a yeah, crazy you, guy. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> escape oh, from the asylum. <laughs> we ha- we play the formation we do because it means Sergio doesn't have to defend. So when yeah. he isn't producing going forward, you, the questions are there even more. Like yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's a completely unreasonable. Thing to suggest that we need a better right back. Lots yeah. of people have made the argument, so I'll, I'll do it. Not that I'm sold in on this. Lots of people have made the argument that Aurier is Spurs' player of the season so far, which to me, firstly, tells you how we perform, how we, oh, how we perform just yeah. in general. God, this is so Spurs. Oh, we're but, the top four, but, 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 yeah, no, it's magic. Right? But uh, at the same time, I mean, he's. he's Turned up with assists at key times. I think those who make the point that he's been our player of the season are perhaps forgetting that we've actually manoeuvred the system, which was your point. We've manoeuvred the system in such a way that we try and limit his influence <laughs> over the defensive side of the game to a, to a basically like next to nothing, and yet we still have found a way to ensure that it gets the occasion where we're in there. Mm-hmm. He also has an, an enormous amount of confidence, which I quite admire yeah. <laughs> for someone who for someone who sort of like against City could have cost Spurs yeah. the game, mate, like you came, mentioned came last came week. Game yesterday, shirt off again, walking down the tunnel, screaming. I was like, mate, you just got <laughs> you got rinsed for ninety yeah. minutes here, and you're lucky because Jack Grealish on two or three occasions decided to pass instead yeah. of shooting where if he'd shot you know you never know but like his shootings tends to be quite good he's a very good yeah. player a note on him actually if I get one of the good ones yeah go on, go on. <laughs> the good go on yeah Jack Grealish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, we'll start with Spurs uh, the good attacking wise yesterday we had players getting into the right positions and put together some some Decent attacking play, I think, helped by the fact that Villa aren't fantastic at the back. <laughs> uh, you know, there's going to be improvements needed. Like Son should have taken his two chances before Deli Ali should have taken one of his three. Did you enjoy they, the formation? Do you like the the shape of the front four? Uh, I think that. I mean, the whole idea was that, that we were we were allowing those to sort of go and play, and Eric Dyer had to sweep, and it just made me nervous. I'll be honest, because it meant that whenever Villa went the other way, I was like, we look so exposed here. Um, But I did, I have to say, I enjoyed the amount of chances we created. I I can't remember last time Spurs created that number of, like like we were saying earlier, I'm I'm not a massive fan of XG, but ours was 3.5 almost, which is massive. Uh, And two of those were both Deli Ali's big, big chances, which if he had a left foot, arguably he'd be able to... (laughs) <laughs> he clearly doesn't have a left at all, right? Like that one where he's running yeah. through on goal and it's like, right, just shift it onto your left <laughs> and he tries to curl it with the outside of his right, which is incredibly hard. Um, and then yeah. he goes for a throw-in. And then he goes for a throw-in. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, Incredible. Wasn't great. Oh, the good stuff? Jack Grealish. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a Spurs. <laughs> but I did tweet, he, it, 
And I, Gina said it on Match of the Day as well yesterday that if he doesn't get into the England squad now, it's actually embarrassing. Yeah, it's fast. Mm. It's genuinely yeah. embarrassing because he's better than, uh, than. Like, Madison's gone slightly off the boil, I think it's fair to say. Deli Ali's way off it. Someone said it's mm. not even his brother playing anymore, it's his cousin. So. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did quite like about Deli Ali yesterday is that. He was in positions. He should have scored three Definitely. times. But I've missed seeing Deli Ali in those positions yeah. where you think, mm. God, he should finish it. But you also had Deli Ali as clinical, right? He used to get one chance and he'd always bury it. And now he's having three chances. And he's, but like, I totally agree. I'd prefer that he got there and started. His running was good yesterday. That's something like he was pressing. Yeah, really I know we tried to yeah. press. It didn't massively work, but we tried to press and he was starting that quite well, a lot of the time. Without meaning to sound negative, did it, either of you, Sean or Jude, watch Jack Grealish yesterday and think, why on earth didn't we just pay the extra money and get this guy? <laughs> he, was, his, he was out the door. He had said mm. goodbyes. He's a really beautiful footballer to watch. Yeah. Um, got a bit racy there, Sean. <laughs> yeah, very racy. No, yeah, saucy yeah. football. He's he got nice hair. hair. I mean, it's so good, that hair. Mm. <laughs> very oh, peaky blind. No, not for you. Oh. I think he's just nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a yeah, brown look about him. That, yeah. Do you have a brown voice? And, that, and that, <laughs> that's, that's neither good nor bad. That, yeah. Each their own. Yeah. Go on, Sean. What, so, what did you like about his performances today? I just thought every time he got the ball, he had this kind of gravity about him where the Spurs players were just looking at him thinking, Oh God, what's he going to do next? Like, they're backing off, they're backing away. Um, you're right in saying there were a couple of chances when he could have squared it to Samato or whoever else in the box and could have, he should have shot. But he just had this kind of, it reminded me of when Zaha was going through like a really purple patch with Palace a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's about every time he got the ball, like he could just control the game at will. And that's what I saw in Greenwich yesterday. Just the ability to strike that fear into players, to manipulate his own team and get him up the field. And yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to have him at Spurs, but yeah, <laughs> it's a decision we'll have to live with, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. spot on, though. I think there are definitely comparisons to be made, with, not in Zaha, in every aspect, but the way that he was moving past players yesterday was mm. such consummate ease. Eric Dyer was it was it was like watching a truck <laughs> chase yeah. a mouse, basically. Yeah. It was just turning, turning. He, I mean, he's one of those lovely footballers that where he makes it look like every turn is so easy, right? And it, you know, the weight, the way he shifts weight is amazing, both footed. Uh, uh, yeah, just a fantastic player. And, and it, it did hurt that yesterday morning it came out that he was out the door, like you said, for six million because uh, Villa were in trouble at the time. But Levy wanted to take it down to four. Then it was the three with Onoma. Who knows what happened? <laughs> that's true. But like, yeah, uh, uh, you know, six, uh, six million people would have still said, wow, Spurs have got an incredible bargain here. And you know, it's her ass there. What's he worth now? It's 80 million. Yeah, something ridiculous. Like what do you that. reckon, Jude? He does have that lovely aura about him, like Son has at, um, at the stadium, or like even with Aaron Lennon had, mm. like, if you just gave him the ball, you think something might happen here. Obviously, Lennon's more go to the byline and dink it back stick, and there's mm. Peter Crouch. <laughs> Maybe something people get happen there. People get off their seats in expectation every time he's on the ball. They like, do. Like, as a term that I've heard used before, it's like, a player gets in the ball and you hear the clink of the seats. Mm. Yeah. Just like, just like, go on. Like, just, yeah. just, just see what they could do. And yeah, yeah. There's, so, there's only ten, 10 players in the Premier League, I'd say, who do that to you. Like, Donald Traore is one of those now where if you give him the ball, it's like, oh my God, this is, this yeah, is genuinely... What's he going to do? Gonna yeah, do? yeah, when he came on the other night for Wolves, I was like, yeah. oh, he's, he's, he's fresh on the bench. Exciting. What's he going to do? Modric had an air of it at Spurs. When Modric used to pick up the ball in the final third, I, he just looked so comfortable. And I always thought, oh, he, he's magic. It's that thing of it. He could do anything. He could 
little lofted through ball, they score these screamers out of nowhere from time to time. Uh, yeah, it's a that's a one that will go down in history as a terrible, terrible bit of business for Spurs not getting that done. I do think that it, what was interesting about Grealish's performance, I never thought of Grealish as someone who was like, right, he's going to do something for pace. And then you sort of see him ghosting away from out of yeah. and you were like, well, that's like, he's sort of adding everything mm. to, his, to his game, he isn't was, he? Yeah, out of was running in quicksand throughout the whole of ni- the 90 minutes, though. He had, <laughs> had a pretty, as, as much, yeah. sorry. He had a pretty <laughs> long couple of days by the sounds of it, to be fair. Yeah, I did think about that. It's a bit harsh that he has to come. I, I thought it was a bit harsh. You have a new baby, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, mate, in you come. Got that yeah. football match. He's like, I'm actually stuck in Belgium because of this storm. They're like, nah, we'll stick you on a flight, mate. <laughs> Shut, shut up. There was, I think, there was a Mourinho quote, wasn't there, so, uh, around the idea of like, why would he miss the game? Like mm. in, in his press yeah. was like, why would Alvaro miss the game? So what? He's had a kid. His wife can look after their children. It's like, right, okay, <laughs> we're, we're going to we're going into full kind yeah. of like yeah. grumpy manager yeah. mode. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, right, last card, and I have got left with the beautiful. So I'm going to go with uh, the limbs. Yeah. So. Seeing those scenes has sort of basically turned me. <laughs> I've, I've got to that point now where I was, we sat and we did the conversation before about how hard it is to like watching Tottenham. And I think that I've just basically decided that I'm going to have to accept that this is the version of us now that will go into every game, even when we do business in the summer or even when we sign players the chances are we'll come into most games starting as the underdog, even when we are the better side on the pitch. So even when we have a better 11 on the pitch, we'll play as if we're a smaller side and we'll play as if we're a side that is going to be difficult to break down and hit teams on the break. And I put out a tweet the other day just saying, like, it's not by chance that Engels makes that mistake and it's not by chance that Spurs got chances through errors from Aston Villa players. And I'm not suggesting for a second that Engels is about to kick the ball and he thinks, oh, Mourinho, panic, shank it. <laughs> but, but the point is, is that Mourinho, as we've said time and time again, he'll set up a team to be really cagey, really compact, although at times we were very, very open <laughs> yesterday. Um, and then we'll force the opposition to, f- at certain points, make errors and hopefully we'll be clinical enough to take them. Mm. And ironically enough, yesterday we, we weren't clinical at all. And we didn't mm. take any of our chances and it took until the 94th minute. But it did make me think that maybe we can turn a bit of a corner and we can go into games thinking we might play crap today, but we might well win. Mm. The percentages say we'll probably win. And I kind of started to feel like that against Southampton in the FA Cup. And then yesterday, I kind of felt like that all the way through, which is, I mm. suppose, what Mourinho is all about. Is that fair? I feel like... The last two league games were kind of the yin and yang of Mourinho, with the City was kind of the backs against the walls performance, proper underdog, and then yesterday was, we're not going to see all of the ball, but we're gonna, we're still going to find a way to make a lot of chances against you. Mm. And that was, I didn't think we had it in us, I was really surprised and I was really happy about it, like I wanted to get one of these beautiful cards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I haven't seen us play, make so many chances like that in so, so long, and I think it's really promising that Bergwijn's come in and he, he looked really on the ball and he was making a couple of chances and won the pen, obviously. Um, we said about Ali, at least he's getting in the right places and mm. that sh- finishing should be the easy part to um, improve on. I just thought, if we're, as long, if we're seeing it as a long-term thing, particularly with get through to the end of this season and then work from next season, that's the kind of game that you want. You want to be 
you want to have this belief that you can break these sides down, you, and then you can you can take your defensive problems and you can fix them in pre-season, whatever. I definitely think that we are starting, and I, you know, I'm not one for this type of football. I do think we are starting to see the bones of a quite a balanced side. Eric Dyer's not in that team. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you, I know we don't have a recognised striker at the moment. We scored three goals yesterday, so that's good. Bergwijn bring, brings balance that we've sort of missed on on one of the wings. Like if you say Son Bergwijn, all of a sudden to me you've got a much more balanced uh, pace. I always feel, felt like with Son, Ali, um, Kane, you just you allowed one wing to basically be forgotten, which which is too easy for teams. And that was one of my criticisms of Poch actually was that I always felt like he just he never committed to playing two wide wingers and really getting. To, we always played too narrow. When teams sat in, that was only when we lost, you know. Um, you talk about Ndombele, when he finally gets going, it's still slightly worrying that he's not got going, but when he gets going, you talk about him, Winks and Lacelso, and all of, all of a sudden you've got yourself a really dangerous looking front six, at least. Like you said, the defence will take time, because there's going to be a, re- a rebuilding, basically. You imagine a new centre-back, or... Right back, please. Right back. Ben Davis <laughs> uh, will probably keep his place. That's fine. If if he's not going to be gallivanting down the other end of the pitch, then it's fine because he'll just be defending. Just he's probably <laughs> one of our best defenders now. Did you <laughs> think maybe that the lineup yesterday had so much to do with the fact that we we're gonna we're gonna see Lacelso, Winks, and Ndombele as a three against Leipzig? I was hope I'm hoping for that. Uh, I think. Mourinho has now justified playing Dyer because we won, even though it was a terrible performance <laughs> from, from him. Um, and he's managed to save 90 minutes off someone else's legs, which in the long run will be really helpful. Um, I would love to see that, that trio. I'm not sure if this is the game to trial it in. I wonder because if their, their midfield is, is decent. Yeah, I wonder what the alternative is. If, 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 if he doesn't play with that three... Sort of, what have we got in terms looking of looking at Getson Fernandez? Yeah, he's sort I mean, of another player. We it's still a bit of an unknown quantity, and yeah. like throwing him into a game like that would be a massive, massive call because mm. that's like the Champions League um, campaign, like right there. Mm. Just the whole thing riding on it. And if we get done in midfield and Getson sort of like yeah. deer in the headlights. Um, that's and is gonna be quite. Dodgy. He's still not defensive minded either, is he? he he's no, we've seen him like, um, like bust out little flicks every now and again, like a, in the one against Southampton, I think, yeah. in the FA Cup. There was a nice one we popped over someone's head. Yesterday as well, he, he put it around the corner and sort of. He's strong. He's you know, it, he could be what we need in, in a game like that tomorrow. I have to say, like players who can run the ball up the pitch, but again, he. It's a lot of faith, yeah, isn't a, it? It's mm. a lot of faith, and I think in, in Ondombele, you have a player who could who could do that. I'm so keen to see Ondombele in an Ali-esque role, where he's sort of taken out of the defensive side of the of, of, of midfield. Um, I'd like to see that tomorrow. I don't know what I don't know what that does for Delhi though. Yeah, and where mm. does that leave him? And like, I mean, I I'm, wouldn't be surprised to see uh, sort of two or three changes from the other day. But mm. the hope for me is that. At some point in the season, for just a couple of games, we'll get a La Celso and Winks central midfield partnership, which frees up Ndombele to go and actually take hold of a game. And hopefully us actually run a game, yet still make chances at the same time. Mm. Um, 
how do we think the Leipzig game is going to play out? I think Jude, you you just alluded to it there. It really kind of feels like the whole thing rests on this game. Yeah. Kind of similar to how it felt against Dortmund, right? That first game, if we could tee it up, we can go and be very, very difficult to beat away from home. But if we balls it here, it, it's over. Yeah, they need a really strong sort of 20, 25 minutes just to settle themselves a little bit. We didn't have that against Villa. <laughs> um, it was sort of all over the place. Like last year against Dortmund, it was sort of similar as well. They, I think they were creating plenty of chances early on. Um, so hopefully they can just get on the ball and dictate a little bit. That's a lot easier said than done. For sure. Because Leipzig are a, a really, they're a fun team to watch more than anything. I mean, they might be a bit lopsided at the moment. Sounds like they're not going to come into the game with any central defenders fit. But <laughs> yeah, that's, something, that's but something we really, we have, we'll have to... They've got to take we'll advantage have to, of it. We'll have to step up and be on the front foot early because they... Have Oppermenko uh, is suspended. Yeah, suspended. They've got two injuries, fullback, fullback injured as well. They've got plenty of right backs who can. They played a three at the weekend to try and make up for the fact that their centre backs are injured. We've got a ten. If it's a defence that don't always play together, you've just got to be on the front foot early doors. And if we're, I don't I like a Mourinho performance. If we sit back and counter attack against them, it, prob- it might work. Like this, these are the games and these are the managers that traditionally, over the years, Jose Mourinho has sort of given a bit of a, a teaching to. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, we learn it. Spurs learn it against Manchester United, plenty, and against Chelsea over the years. Where we do- we <laughs> played better. Yeah, I yeah, think it was Juventus. We played against teams one, yeah. who we outplayed massively, but you know they've. Just stayed in the game, stayed in the game, and taking their chances. So we found ourselves out of the Champions League that night, didn't we? Just sort of Juve weirdly, was. sort of turned around and were like, yeah. "Wait, we're out!" And we lost Juve. Five minutes. We yeah. Were worse, yeah, we were worse than Juve for five minutes over mm. 180 minutes, but, and that was all it took. And, and that's when Giuliani said the, "Yeah, comments. good guy." Yeah. Lovely, Love, lovely, lovely man. guy. <laughs> <laughs> lovely man. Um, let's just—we uh, could end up with egg on our face here, but let's just follow that trade of thought. Um, we potentially have a good first leg, find our way through. Who would you be looking at, hoping that we face them in the, in the quarters? You've got to be honest, yeah, right? Are. There's an Atalanta versus Valencia game that if you don't want one of those... Mm. I know, I know that's not how you're supposed to look at it. You're supposed to want to take on the big boys. Hey, we're Mourinho born yeah, now. Exactly. We will do anything. In, in theory, it would be Atalanta or Valencia. I will, and, and neither of those f- give me much fear. I mean, you took Atletico Madrid, you took Borussia Dortmund, PSG, Real Madrid, Man City. I don't want to play any of those. Yeah, Bayern Munich. Don't, don't, play want, don't want to play Liverpool. Don't want to play Liverpool. So, yeah, it would be one of those two. I, I don't know. Just because going on a Champions League run is it's fun, really isn't it? fun. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. a possible world. Barcelona for me. Really? Barcelona. I think God, that's yeah. a, that really is egg on your face. egg on all comers. Actually, <laughs> they're such a mess right now, and they've got a coach who's having a hard time trying to implement his own philosophy on the team, which mm. is a really kind of disjointed and unbalanced team as well. I just think really would be up for that. He would love to get one over Barcelona. He'd love to get one over another kind of new gen style manager. Yeah, Jude. Nice coming up against the unknown, though, isn't it? Also, I agree. I do agree. So if we if we got like a PSG or someone, 
you haven't played there is, yet. Yeah. There's a part there, on you there, PSG. It's a bit more romantic yeah. in that sort of sense. And I, mean, I, do, I don't like Mbappe going up against our aging backline at all. Oh, Name or against our favourite right back. It's almost sickening the thought of that. How many penalties do we give away in that game? But we get a nice start in Paris. That's true. We get the Euro start. We get the adverts with the champagne. First class. <laughs> on the way back just everyone sitting in silence yeah. at the back of the tonked 7 nil, six pens and three yeah. red cards I, I think there is something like there is a possible world in where Mourinho SHIT houses his way through two games and we suddenly find ourselves sitting here talking about the prospect of a semi-final and I know that sounds absolutely bizarre and ridiculous but stranger things have happened yeah. there's also a possible world where we just go out 2-0 on aggregate and just drift off terrific form They're, they play this new wave of football that we, like I, I love the way that they play um, but like I said this is Mourinho and these are the games that he lives for so Okay, that was upbeat. We're Ooh. positive today. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, everyone. I'll show you from last time. Uh, last minute winner, I've told you. Last minute winner, will get, get the blood going. Yeah. It's great. Those limbs are great. So we missed one thing for the, the beautiful. Harry Winks. Again, <laughs> going into the fans, just like putting his fingers in people's mouths. <laughs> that, that was freaky That was so good. I love him so much. He's I'm, us. He's, I know I'm really it's that horrible thing, but he is one of us on the pitch. And it is, I it's really nice pray to Tottenham fans, yeah. like, just don't turn on him again. Like, he's really done very well to kind yeah. of overcome that little hump that he had at the beginning of Mourinho's time and he's sort of clearly shown that he's there and, mm. and committed I'm just mm. praying that like people stick with him because I think there's such a good player there and he's starting to find those forward passes that people were complaining that he didn't do enough yeah. of he's starting to get it right and it's beginning to tick for him I just hope people just bear with him just give it a little bit longer it is coming he's a top top player we just mm. need to I think he just needs to be a little bit more consistent in terms of actually providing something going forward because he's not actually physical enough yeah. to do what he hoped Eric Dyer would do. It should be worth saying he was involved in the shooting. Uh, he, never, he doesn't usually take him a part in the shooting practicing before for the game. All right. And yesterday he was. So yeah. Eric, Eric Dyer was as well as. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, everyone was there. <laughs> everyone is allowed in now. We still managed to miss all those chances. <laughs> so add another hour on. Yeah, so yeah. Should we get her an hour earlier. Jesus, what are you doing? Um, right, I hope you enjoyed today's chat. If you haven't already subscribe to the pod it'll be coming every Monday most likely for you um, if you could drop us a five star that would be massively appreciated and any ratings we'll take albeit if it's one maybe leave it for someone else <laughs> and not us. Um, we'll be back this time next week when we'll round up Leipzig we'll also round up everything from the weekend's action as well until next time we'll see you later Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.